0: Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of the Ready Set Poem Podcast, your premier source for everything to do with Vancouver Titans. I am Chris at Life Voice, joined virtually by Ami at Ani Straith and Sam. At another Sam Chan, welcome back, gentlemen. We missed you last week on me in our special, I guess, bonus
1: episode. Yeah, I, I needed that break. had had that little uh, autumn cold. Feel much better now, uh, doubly so. You guys held down the fort really well. I was actually looking forward to that episode, and uh, I must say that uh, even without me, it was still the best Vancouver uh, Titans podcast by far.
2: Yeah, thanks for passing the cold over to me. <laughs>
0: You know, the fact that you two don't see each other in person kinda has me worried as to what it is you do
2: online. Uh, who says we don't see each other in person? Okay, I presume that maybe Shh, you do. Maybe stop. Uh, it down, only, it sorry, down. sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad, my bad. Uh,
0: So last last week's episode we titled The Juice, Little Did We Know, but someone knocked it over <laughs> the <laughs> of the week. Juice all over the place. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that this week, but uh, yeah, you know, we need to like have more episodes where we go and say absolutely nothing is happening because we know all it will take is maybe a day or two and then like someone fires up the fan and starts throwing excrement at it.
1: Hmm.
0: (laughs) See, I did it smartly. That's a nice (sighs) way to put it. But uh, I also, I have some big news. I'm ranked in both the Tank as well as uh, support competitive season this year. Ooh, do
1: tell. Yeah,
0: uh, not You're that sweet. good. I am <laughs> I am bronze through and through. Uh, oh. uh, Sam loaded me in his backpack to try to get me some of the damage uh, rank um, placement. Like I, I I sat there for fifteen minutes in damage solo queue without a match. I was like, i oh, screw this. Yeah,
1: I just finished my uh, support placements. I'm I think like twenty points shy of platinum, which I'm never going to get. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, so speaking of 20 points shy of platinum, uh, Mike Michael reaches out to me. He's like, hey, you want to do some competitive? And I'm like, dude, like,
2: <laughs> I talk a big game. I don't actually play a big game. I actually think you're, you might be stuck in some of that elo hell that I have on my PlayStation. Cause I mean, I mean I'm not, I'm not pumping your tires, but I've played with you quite a bit. And I don't, you're a lot better than a lot of the bronze players I play with.
1: It, it's okay. Uh, it's, People talk about it all the time, but I have, like, a bronze account, too, and it's true. It's so hard to climb there. It's super, super hard. So unless you're, like, diamond rank, I mean, if you're gold or, like, low plat, it's almost impossible to climb out of uh, bronze unless you're really lucky and get, like, a lot of games when you don't have, like, smurfs or throwers or
2: it's super hard. Yeah, like bronze, bronze is re- like I've been trying to understand this kind of Elo rank stuff for forever. Yeah, you,
1: you might be pretty good at Overwatch, but they don't play Overwatch in bronze. It's
2: a yeah, fun game. Like it's just once you're stuck there, you're just stuck
0: there. <laughs> well, I was I was telling Sam this story, but uh, in one of my placement matches uh, for support, uh, we had someone who immediately in chat says, "Hey everyone, I'm throwing or." I'm trading wins. Trading
1: wins and bronze?
0: Trading wins. So uh, he picks Widow and then proceeds to throw himself off the map. We're playing Route 66 attack. So when it becomes apparent that him throwing himself off the map map constantly isn't actually enough to hold us, the rest of us (laughs) five back, he chooses May and starts walling spawn, walling us from the point. We actually couldn't contest because he walled us from it. So we didn't get the first... Uh, checkpoint like we're we just got around the corner of the gas station and then uh, on defense it's now very clear to half of us that we have a thrower one Mm -hmm. guy who's talking to him on comms is like carrying on a serious conversation and the dude's a complete idiot um (laughs) but we put up a heck of a defense again the dude starts going may and trying to like wall us in and, and whatnot we actually got the win the guy goes and says, "Oh my god, I can't believe you guys won. I was trying to trade wins. How did you do that?" Someone on the other team's like, "Wait, you were purposefully trying to lose? Man, we're reporting you." And like, whether or not everyone followed through with it,
2: apparently there were uh, eleven reports filed on that one guy <laughs> last week. So. See, his first mistake was throwing on DPS. That's the most disposable position. <laughs> like, if you take away one of the heels, that game is unplayable. Yeah.
1: In bronze, I, I I've noticed that uh the longest queues are in DPS, which is interesting.
2: Yeah, take like I I, I was I was talking to him like oh I mean I incredible mean, uh, the, how vice
1: versa the the shortest queue is for DPS in
2: in platinum
1: in bronze. So you in, get like no rewarded.
0: no man I I took I in trying Ten to get my minutes. placement I had a yeah. fifteen minute wait before I stopped and then, like Sam wow. Sam uh, went tank I went. Uh, uh, damage just to get me what we got two matches in over the like pretty, an hour was, yeah mm. and that's that's pretty good i'd say <laughs> anywho uh we weren't here to talk about uh, my uh, trials and tribulations in competitive no we're here to talk about the vancouver titans we've got some news some might say it's good news some might say it's bad news but news is news so we'll talk a little bit about what went on over the course of this past week Uh, As with the rest of the league, there's still lots going on. We are now officially into full free agency. So anyone who was on a team option, uh, Mm -hmm. if that option had not been picked up, is now officially a free agent. Uh, There is a uh, Mercy's Recall Challenge. We're going to talk a little bit about what that is, if you haven't heard about it. And uh, yeah, maybe set things up for our next episode, which is scheduled to be in two weeks. But you know what? Let's uh, jump straight into the payload. Moving the payload. Join me. Let's kick off the payload by setting up what took place. So last episode, Sam and I had said that there hadn't been a whole lot of discussion, but the word on the street, at least based on uh, Katrina and Titanscord, was the willing of Rijong and Fisher to join the Titans. But that was unofficial. There was no like, no even sources say style message. Until uh, uh, Halo, uh, Halo Thoughts uh, dropped that news that, yes, the Vancouver Titans will be picking up both Fisher and uh, Rujie Han. And people are like, "Ah, cool, man, look at the Titans. They're stacked. Um, I'm trying to think who it was. If it was uh, Fate Steel Taylor that uh, shared a tweet of, you know, what the Titans sort of bench strength would look like. And like, they're a stacked team. Well, Halo followed that up with the report that the Vancouver Titans are looking to trade bumper. At which point, Titan's Court imploded. Uh, people started fighting other people. Light Force became the GM and continued to repeat it over and over and over. Like, it was total, like, I was I saying it out loud, too. It's like, um, you know, I am the GM now, right? Yeah, it's, Straight um, up botting. Pretty much. But, uh, yeah, someone knocked over that glass of juice. It made a heck of a mess. But I'm gonna, I'll ask you guys this, because, I mean, we didn't really vocalize our opinions too strongly on the matter is one the pickup of rjh and fisher a sensible decision for the vancouver titans considering what was sort of available in the market or what they already had available to them and then maybe sort of as an extension of that is fisher coming in what's going to be pushing bumper potentially out
1: so, a lot of it we don't really know. It's all s- speculation, really.
2: But let- let's address... Let's begin with the Fisher point.
1: I mean, he's yeah. one of those... You, you want to start with that?
2: No, no, no. I just I just mean that uh, from Halo's last couple of tweets, I think the first one was about the Titans signing Fisher. Right. Um, and then he kind of muttered, like, oh, I guess there might be truth to this RJH stuff um, after all. So, I was trying to find a source that said, like, we'd be getting both. Um, but other than you know, speculation that, that you know, Fisher knows stuff and, and him and Ryu hong hang out and, and what, there's, there's nothing, if, like, we could be getting one and the other, we could be getting both and we could be getting neither. So, so I just want to put that out there first.
1: Yeah, he had that stream, I remember, that he kind of teased the fact that he might uh, consider returning if if that will be a team that he's willing to play for, which is not a lot of teams, <laughs> uh, but he's super polarizing. I, I mean, our listeners probably know who we're, we're dealing with, he was, his highest point was during the, his tenure with gladiators during the height of dive meta. He was a really good Winston, like a top Winston in the league. And, and he kind of threw his team under the bus. I mean, we don't really know what happened behind the scenes, but he didn't show up for the playoffs, which is essentially what matters. Uh, then he came back to play with Seoul. Everybody uh, said, Oh, now he's um, found his uh, Korean uh, team and there won't be any uh, issues there. And, uh, everybody hyped up Soul how it is kind of a low, low key contender, but he was far from great during goats. I don't know. Maybe it's a meta thing. He wasn't amazing. In fact, he, he kind of, uh, lost his starting position again to, to, to Marvel, uh, most of the time. So he left already a couple of teams. Uh, if you don't include the Spitfire where he was just, uh, you know, a, a bench warmer behind uh, gesture, which is expected, but you know what? What is the biggest predictor of, of, trouble is is if you have a rap sheet, if you have like a s- story of a following you up a history of, uh, of, of, of problems that's like the biggest predictor. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, I remember the term used Korean XQC so uh, to describe Fisher so take it as you want. Uh, he's a talented player um, but I, I'm, I'm not loving this especially if we consider the cost being losing bumper. If we are talking about this, like I, I, I think that there has to be something going on behind the scenes with this one. Maybe there was the the point with uh, him uh, adapting to this double shield meta. He's not a great, um, he's not a great Orisa. Uh We heard those uh, speculations about him throwing as 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 a uh, um, Sigma. Then, but still, we know that he's an elite Ryan player, probably top three, if not the best and a good good winston player too or are we that confident that they're not ever coming back to the meta and yeah so that's what i have to say about the fisher situation i'm i'm not not high on that signing if that does come to show like
2: what do you guys think i think i think the first thing that that any gm or team when they look at the composition i think designing and assigning players for metas are dumb like i'll just say that completely outright we're we're in november right now the season doesn't start till february playoffs don't start till august the meta is going to change about three times from now so the best you can do is as a squad you want to be as well-rounded as possible but but like i i know bumper didn't well he didn't really have a stage four um and, and obviously he wasn't playing in the playoffs, but like, I think we're really, really quick to forget. It's, it's, it's this classic case of like, what have you done for me lately? Um, which is ironic before, before we get into Fisher. Um, but, but like, I think bumper still got a lot to prove if there's, you know, professionalism stuff, if there's team, you know, conflict, like I can't predict that if he's not being a good employee, like there's nothing, you know, you and I and, and Chris can speculate here, but just outside looking in from where our seats are, it doesn't make much sense. Um, just for us to kind of completely throw away the team synergy that we've had because apparently bumper is one of the worst Aristas, which I don't agree with. He's not a great Arissa. But I also don't think that like Aris is all that hard to learn. <laughs> um, like of, like of the tank players, like right, would right, you right. rather have someone who's a great Aris and can't play the other? other I think tanks it's
1: or just the way around, right? Just a matter of a style not fitting the meta. Sure, says
2: super aggro. Sure, and. And so like that, that's all like for all we know, there's going to be three main tanks that are going to be dominating the league. And we're never talking about risk. We're never talking about Ryan again, you know, six, eight months from now, like it's not likely, but it could happen. Um, the other thing is like the argument that, you know, Fisher's a one trick, a two trick. Um, and that, you know, the meta has passed him on is kind of strange considering Fisher in the case of what have we done lately? Hasn't has literally done nothing lately right? Yeah. Like we don't know what he's capable of and this isn't me necessarily knocking him down, but if I'm talking about risk to me, there's a higher risk there with Fisher. Um, and then there's the, the team chemistry history. Like it's well documented by now. He's never really finished a season with the team. Like literally. Um, and, and I just, I don't get it because, you know, gestures beaten him for a job. Um, I can't remember who ended up playing main tank for, for glads in the playoffs. Uh, Marvel. It was a um, whole re- bunch of
1: Remix, I think.
2: For, I, yeah, for like is, is I remix in the league still? Nope. So it's like, like, like we all see his talent, but I always find that his hype has been bigger than his game. I hope that I'm wrong. You know, if if you know rumors are true, and you know we're we're watching him, but I just I don't I I'm definitely team bumper when it comes to the civil war. Yeah. Um, but. And- yeah, you
1: know, you know, looking back at what we just said here, like maybe there are professionally uh, professional issues with bumper. Well, guess what? Fisher had those two. So <laughs> that probably doesn't make sense for it to be a reason to to swap the two. So
2: like I'm trying to come up with a logical reason to yeah. for that swap other than the, the supposed conflicts. But it's like, OK, he has a bumper ball. He might have a little bit of better Winston and then he has a bit of a better Arissa. Right. So, so those those are what I've heard so far the the logical arguments other than you know bumpers washed or fishers washed it's not not so much the emotional stuff but what did you guys hear?
0: Well, I, I actually not so much what I heard it's more so what I have observed. <clears throat> so first and foremost, uh, Titans scored Civil War uh, lined up supporters of the team on either side, and uh, people got warm. I think warm's a good. Good term to use. But uh, throughout all of this conversation that's taking place, uh, Siren Song, who is also a member of RSP Court, he said, and actually both, had talked about how you look at the Vancouver Titans, they finished second. And quite clearly, they, they got boomed by the San Francisco Shock in the Overwatch League Grand Final. The team needs to get better. And what were their weaknesses? He quite clearly said he felt that the weakness was actually on the damage side. And I. All right. We, we talked, talked about, about this too. This. Yeah. Right? Like that's that was quite clearly the area that needed focus. That's not to suggest that the the tank line was perfect, but if there was one place you had to touch on it was damage. Now, if let's say Fisher comes on as a complementary piece to Bumper, I don't think people are upset with that. I actually would see people like, oh, well, why wouldn't you have kept Tizzy, Fisher? There's question marks, there's things that we're not sure of, what might be going on? How does the team dynamic work? But then to have this report that Bumper could potentially be on the block speaks to something else is one, are they looking at that front line saying, we're going to blow things up, which then is very worrisome because what does that tell you? That tells you that the essentially coaching staff looked at the playoffs as being not suited for Bumper. They brought someone in whose sole purpose was to compete in the postseason, And that same person in Tizzy was not picked up on a team option and was let to go, which means... They've evaluated two main tanks and decided both were found wanting. I'm more concerned by that. And I'm not suggesting that's the case. I am also a believer that Bumper has a place on this team. Like I, I'm, I get that you need to have a well-rounded bench, but I don't see how Bumper doesn't fit
1: that. Also, I, I'm not really sure if it was officially stated that he's out. Right? Oh no, it's it's still a report. Like I mean, it might not very well be. No, Something for Tisi, I occur. mean, he's, uh, he he did say that they are letting him look at other options. But well, no, no, he's signed.
0: a he's a free agent now. As of November 11, oh, no, okay, okay, his team option was not picked up. He could he could come back to Vancouver, right? Like that that could possibly happen. But from a team perspective, the, the only reason why well, I mean, there's a few reasons, but the primary reason why you let a player go on an on a team option only to bring them back is you want to bring them back cheaper. So So bring it,
1: bring it back, uh, bringing it back to the conversation we've had. Um, right. Everybody's, everybody in the Discord, everybody wants the same thing, regardless of that (laughs) little civil war we're having right now. Everybody wants the team to improve. And when we talked about, uh, the glaring weaknesses that we've had, I don't think we talked that much about our, our tank situation and definitely not about our, our support lineup, which I believe is still the best in the league. So, uh, that's kind of like, taking me to the next point of, of Yuji Hong. How are you guys think, feeling about uh, this one? Sam, what do you think? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I talked about it a little bit last week. I mean, like, emotionally, like, like I am there. I'm, You're like the moment like <laughs> Yuji signs, I'm buying a jersey. Uh, fanatics be damned. Oh. Uh, I'm, on, I'm on record saying that. But, like, team fit-wise, I... It, it's the same thing. I don't quite get it. Like, we... We ha- like him and in Twilight are they they run the same positions and I'd much rather see us pick right. up a a backup um, main support to Baptiste support Slime yeah, yeah our Baptiste player um Coma on a Mercy would be really sexy uh, he's mm-hmm. looking for a team um just just stuff like that like why why are we doubling up on on what I considered at least you know when I look at the season year round to be our strengths. Maybe it's to like cancel out the bad
1: influence that Fisher might bring. We'll bring a a veteran, a a well respected veteran. (laughs) But like, I can't imagine them coming cheap either, right? Yeah, probably not. They're not at their peak, but they do have, like, uh, a lot of gravitas to their name. That's why, like, everybody's talking about it. Uh, but I talked about the same thing when everybody was talking about, uh, Ryuji Hong to NYXL rumors with Jonak. Like, he's not going to see a lot of playtime. And I like the player too. So I want him to find the place where he can, you know, still work on his game and, and actually pop off. But I don't know. I don't know. Again, none of this is confirmed. I'm hoping for, a little sense when, when news does come in. Another thing that I wanted to touch upon, which is also like pretty much hearsay at this point, but it it seems like a lot of the players are not happy about what's about well,
0: these a- allegedly not
1: allegedly right all right no. but and, and we do know how important that is for the for the titans and how uh you know pre- previous synergy is valued uh how uh, when they came here to vancouver they, they they talked about uh wanting to play with tizzy for example and and their wish came true and now it kind of uh, seemingly goes the other way hopefully that's all just uh, garbage floating on the twitter's uh, only time will tell.
0: The the other name that sort of hasn't been talked about in the conversation is Rappel. He was also on a on a team option. That option has since expired. So he is now officially a free agent. Uh, I feel that if the Vancouver Titans were looking to have bench strength, Rappel yeah. fills that role quite well. And, he, you know, arguably, maybe he does have an opportunity to start on another roster. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the, the tea leaves a little bit here. Let's look at Titans Chord. Tizzy no longer is a member of the Vancouver Titans group. Like that his name, he actually had that removed from his name. Mm-hmm. Rapel just removed the word Titans, but he still belongs as of the moment we're recording in Titans Court to the Vancouver Titans group. Could that simply be the Vancouver Titans decided to sort of give him that opportunity to see what's out there? with possibly the intent of bringing him back, whereas with Tizzy, they've moved on. Now, I know people are talking about the chance of Tizzy coming back, but they, and there's, we've seen Tizzy quite publicly on, on Twitter saying, hey, I'm looking for a team. Might come back to the Titans, but I'm looking for a team. Repel, silent. And if I were a professional approaching the situation, I may not so publicly say I'm looking for a team. I may do that more on the back channel. But again, that's just my approach, whether it's right or it's wrong is neither here nor there.
2: Hmm. Yeah. I think there's still a small chance that, that rappel comes back, but if, if there's any, any truth to the Ru J stuff, yeah, then sure. definitely not. Right. So it kind of goes hand in hand and maybe, maybe it's a scenario where they're like, you're, you're our second choice if we don't complete this. Um, but at the same time, my understanding with Ru J is his deal's done. It's just, it's just not announced for, for, you know, fancy overwatch reasons. Well, I mean, there's lots of
0: things that happen in uh, Vancouver that uh, get announced at the last possible minute. <laughs> <laughs> Tizzy sign, like the Tizzy signing is the, the the epitome of announcing at the last possible minute. Like how, how long had it been that the roster freeze was in place? And we had moved on from Tizzy ever joining the team only to get that announced just as the postseason. Like uh, there are so many things at play and the Vancouver Titans M.O., to this point, has been we share it when we decide it's time to share it, which might be, you know, well after everything else has been confirmed. I think they're worse than the Toronto Defiant roster announcements. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, any final thoughts on the Vancouver Titans before we uh, take a break and go into the fray?
1: Uh, I think we're good as long as we have uh, our core players. Let's hope it stays. Well
0: what what is the core at this point? What what would you say is the core? Like I would have said it's it was the the 6. But is that still the core? Uh, for me it's always uh, the support line in Hacksaw. So it's the 3. So yeah. SMS Janu and bumper are outside looking in.
1: They're not outside looking in, but they're like the spinning imagine like two gears and and Hacksaw and Slimer and, and, and Twilight are like the gear that doesn't move. And the other one is the one that moves around them. So,
0: hmm. okay. Interesting.
1: Well, we'll take a short break, allow you to catch
0: your breath. And for those of you who like to Photoshop, why don't you go and throw some Vancouver Titans faces on that uh, Captain America, Civil War animated GIF and drop <laughs> in a Titan score. Cause that'd be synonymous with what i down this week. Anyhow, we'll be right back. Just like we've done every single episode, uh, at least the past three, there's been moves, lots of them. I've given up keeping track. Like it's, it's to the point that, and I maybe underestimated the amount of player movement, but I'm just going to allow the two of you to tell me what's happened because stuff, things, people, you know, huge. Well, there was what the Fleta trade. He's now a, a Shanghai dragon. That just took place. What Was else that is official thing? now? Yeah, well they've, uh, yeah, they've tweeted it, like, and it's from an actual Shanghai Dragons account, like the Shanghai Dragons. Not, some of the leaks or like some of the tweets this year have been next level. Like people have like totally faked an account, but with like an <laughs> underscore in the right spot or a slightly different spelling, and then <laughs> you know they're doing some seriously solid graphic work to support the tweet, and it it
1: there was one with Ryu Hong to Dallas Fuel. I, I I know this is the fray we're supposed to like talk about all these other teams, but these are the kind of pickups that I was hoping that we're gonna make with uh, like a player bringing in a player like fled I was super flexible; we could play around the hacksaw. Uh, we saw a bunch of good signings, even in Dallas when, where they brought Doha. There's a lot of great incoming DPS talent, uh, and and um, yeah, I'm just. Weirded out. Edison was another name that was kind of vaguely hinted at with a, a as a pickup for the, for the Titans. The Titans, yeah, but probably not. Uh, there's still the looming announcement of um, the mayhem roster that is semi related <laughs> to uh, us in a way. We'll see how much of runaway are they able to pick up.
0: Runaway, runaway.
1: Uh, yeah, they're, they're running away. Mayhem away. away. Yeah. Mayhem away away, May, I'm not sure May,
2: Mayday
0: All I know oh, is that oh, Sam got baited By an XQC announcement
2: To oh, the Florida Mayhem. That is true, I got caught big on that one It just, I don't know, it seems like the kind of thing I got, I got it, the it name I got the name by the way, it's runaway him Runaway him The Florida runaway him <laughs> Oh man um, like, What's going on with the spitfire? Just spitting fire that's it's a mystery. And everyone fire.
1: else. They, yeah, got like... gli- they got Glisser, right? So Glisser was another like highly coveted name coming from Korean contenders. Um, yeah, a lot of the heavy talent was picked up, but other than that, not much.
0: Well, I mean, here, like this, this is what the Spitfire have done officially on the Overwatch League website. They released uh, both Nuss and Guard, as well as Bird Ring. They traded Gesture and Prophet to Soul. They signed Bernard and Fuse, and then they traded yeah. Fury to Philadelphia. And then uh, they've parted ways with Bedosan and Quartermain.
1: You know what that makes? That 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 essentially uh, removes the original six that won the championship from their team.
2: Yeah, but I mean, they still got that championship pedigree. The Spitfire do well. The coaching, I guess. Yeah, crickets. And they still have a. <laughs> they still have a Krillin's great hair, but hopefully he stays. <laughs> Which is ironic, because Krillin, the comic book character, is uh, a <laughs> not, very not high bald. probability of survival as well. But he still lives.
1: Yeah. I mean it, it looks like we're heading into a really really exciting season i mean it's 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 a, a really a big thing for uh anyone of us who really likes to go into fantasy league uh of sorts so I'm really looking forward to that uh power rankings episode one once we are set with all the, the is there the a Alden,
2: fantasy yeah. league for owl
1: of course there Where is, is get in uh, on that yeah we should probably do one for for our third season with our
2: discourse this seems we're like fun. fine so everybody's yeah. just fighting for all the titans because we're all homers.
0: Uh, probably. What, are, what, are, what are you talking about? We're not homers.
1: <laughs> not us? No.
2: Not at all.
1: Yeah, we ranked ourselves sixth in the power rankings. Uh, For last
2: science. Time. Yeah. Uh, I had them fifth, I well, think. We were. <laughs> <laughs> um but I think one of the very interesting things to watch out for is because of travel. I think, um, I I can't remember which, uh, which insider tweeted this, but most teams are looking at filling out that 12 man roster, which I think one is really good for the league because I think there's a lot of untapped talent. That's, that's in tier two that's in, you know, all over the place. Um, and this is just, you know, frankly, this is more real jobs instead of back when, you know, people used to roll seven and the seventh guy basically got their soda. Um, (laughs) Like, I actually think it, it's very meaningful to have two, two full rosters. So in that sense, I got to give Seoul credit for, for having their, their team A, team B thing going on. Um, they were a little bit a step ahead of everybody else. I think we're going to see more of that. Um, just because of, of travel, like, like I can't think of another league. I think we talked about it a little bit, another sports league that's going to have as much global travel in a season as much as these guys will. Um, well not and, not on the traditional side I mean it's e- but even even like i, I can't remember the leagues like they mostly stayed to their regions right so so like these guys are flying all over the place so i really think like having two of at each is is going to be really really important and having that flex house so so we don't run into a a situation where janus are only off tank and it's him or bust um, or we move over Soul to to do some some off tanking. Like like we have to have two at each position. Um, and each like the teams are starting to show that. Like, um, how many teams have left to announce the roster? Because I know Fusion have done it. Uh, well, for fine are done for uh, like transactions, there are
0: only two teams that have yet to make. Well, uh, technically, no transactions. But it'd be the Chengdu Hunters and the Vancouver Titans. So, are the only two that haven't made. Changes Now, those changes don't mean that, you know, like someone like Tizzy or upheld didn't have their options picked up, right? But that's just, like, either outright released someone, traded them, signed Hunters, Titans, that's it. Mm-hmm.
1: But there that. are still, like, if you're asking if there are teams that haven't announced their full 8 yet, yeah, there are 8 or more. There are definitely more. But like the, well, the 8 had to be declared to the league already. Yeah,
0: but... Like, that needed to have happened. There wasn't... There wasn't an option to not have yet done that. But as we've seen how the Overwatch League sort of operates, uh, a team might go and like register something, case in point, Tizzy, and the announcement happens, you know, the moment he walks out on stage. Right. Mm.
1: But with public announcements, there is plenty. Uh, NYXL is shrouded in mystery in a way. We have (laughs) London, we have uh, the Mayhem. Who else is out there?
0: Well, and so this goes to the transparency within the league, though. The fact that, you know, I would suggest we're pretty big fans and followers of the Overwatch league. While I will concede, I primarily sort of pay attention to what's going on in the sphere of the Vancouver Titans. I know the two of you see much more beyond that. Yet here we are with our fingers on the pulse of the league and we're not sure. Like there isn't a place that we can go. We can't go and see that here we know this is the eight you want to be a professional league. Why is it that we don't know or have no ability to, to understand who the eight would be like, I'm like right now on uh, the overwatch league site uh, looking at a list. And here I am looking at the roster of the Florida Mayhem. Now this again, doesn't track any changes. They had a number under team option whether or not those options have been picked up, we'd have to go and dig through all the noise. They only had two players who were completely under contract, Fate and Sia player. Like this was, again, like, you know, the fact that there's mystery there. Or then look at, yeah, the Spitfire. who Who's left?
1: Krillin. Krillin.
0: Yeah. Like, we know that's not an eight-person roster there. Did, uh, did the
2: Spitfire give you a call Omni?
1: Not really, no. Not uh, much talk about it, huh? <laughs> we already talked about. We already talked about. Spitfire is a whole mystery. I'm not sure. Like, I I know in forums, like their their fans are ripping their hair out. But you guys want to talk a little bit about that odd decision that NYXL has done, and like two things that they have done recently. Uh, what would those two things be? Well, one is being they're kind of putting their uh, academy team on hiatus. Being as they uh, are in the NA region, but probably the reasoning behind it is because they don't really farm any talent towards their, uh, um, you know, owl team. So that's that's been expected. But they have recently, um, you could say, erased their Discord. Well, not erased, but they removed all NYXL uh, insignia about? from their Discords and um, and it's a, it's uh, Discord and Box. And subreddits, yeah. So they called subreddit it just- and box. <laughs> so imagine this would equate to the Titans cord and the Titans subreddit suddenly becoming the Aquilini holding uh, group. <laughs> because now uh, apparently the Seattle Surge is the name, and the Titans are the same entity. And you should definitely follow the Aquilini ownership group instead of <laughs> uh, relating in any capacity towards our brand. So it's really, really strange. I just wanted okay. to uh, mention no, this in this
0: pod. So so I was going to bring up the, the fact that they have essentially shut down XL2. Like, I, I, we could talk about that. So let's touch on that first. When we look at Academy teams, the, you, you brought up a point. Like, if you're not going to farm from the Academy, is there a purpose to have one? Because mm. it, it's, it's something that costs you money and may not generate revenue.
1: One of the reasons we don't have a team, probably.
0: Yeah, it could very well be it. Uh, now, if the league were to say you must have one, that obviously changes the dynamic, and then we start to wonder, okay, from a regional perspective, like let's look at the Vancouver Titans. If they were to have an academy team, if region bound regional boundaries weren't a thing, would they have another team in PNW? Mm, probably not. I mean, maybe, but I don't think so. Would they have another team in Canada? Maybe, but I actually think they probably look west. They go to Asia. Hmm. Like I, I honestly think that's might that might be where they go. But then think about it: like, how does that generate the revenue to support itself? So it comes back to the the dollars and cents part of the issue. We also have to consider that Blizzard is doing funky things with you know Path the Pro and Contenders. Like, uh, and I kind of wonder if what we sort of we laugh about, like rules on a napkin with Overwatch League. That's now extrapolating on the academy side, and you have professional organizations that are like, yeah, you know what? Too much, too much of a bother. It might be. As far as the And box, it's weird. I I can't imagine first and foremost that. Uh, I actually don't know at this point in time what we would call the parent company of the Vancouver Titans because it's that there was that whole, you know, consolidation merger of Aquiline Esports and enthusiast gaming oh, yeah, and yeah. Luminosity yeah, and all that They gender. change every week. Yeah, it's but you know, the that ownership group has a number of different properties. First and foremost, I don't see them consolidating them all under one banner because that just confuses the message and it starts to become a noise issue they also just recently started up a separate discord server for the Seattle surge. And that server is starting to populate. Um, I'm in fact a member of it where I drop in and say hello each and every day. And that's a bit cause yeah, you know, call of duty is a little too fast paced for the old guy here. But when it comes to the management of, of the properties, they are while related being, I think managed as separate. They have different outcomes, different, um, uh, populations that they're looking to go after and i don't see them trying to cross uh, pollinate at least not yet so why did you know we see the parent organization and the nyxl do that haven't a clue heck i know sam will hate me bringing up but you look at overactive media here is a an organization that could very well go, look to consolidate i mean they do sort of represent themselves as that sort of one entity but they too have each one sort of independent from the other and I think that's the smarter way to go.
1: Have they announced their uh, roster for their Call of Duty franchise? Maybe they're putting Jodak into their uh, Call of Duty team. <laughs> uh, the
0: the I think they have announced the ro- inlay uh, or New York, whatever it's 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 like the, I don't know New York like subway or something. Like I don't know the the logo is nuts. Like and I mean that's not in a positive way.
2: Hmm. Like it. it Here's Hokey. a dumb question about Call of Duty. Is it on console or PC?
1: Yeah, they're going to play on console. Console.
2: Yeah. So that's PlayStation, right? Or they just get to choose the controller?
1: Well, it will be a...
0: Because con- it's theoretically cross-play. Um, I would imagine uh-huh. that if there hasn't been a sponsorship announcement yet, one of either Sony or Microsoft will pay money to have their console be the one. Mm. No Switch team?
2: Yeah, I'm rooting for Switch. You can play on
0: the go. Use use tilt action controls. You know, like they'll they'll be they'll be you know casting it and it'll be like you know full on Super Mario Brothers action, like old school NES controller where you move your controller to make Mario jump a little bit higher. Or new Apple Arcade exclusive. Ooh, everyone's <laughs> out there on their iPad Pros. <laughs> oh man. None but uh, yeah, I, I, there's lots going on, and as is practice, what will happen uh, after we record tonight? Being Tuesday, and this goes live Wednesday at high noon.
1: All the greatest news in the world. Yeah, we're still uh, waiting for that Overwatch three announcement. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Now on mobile. Um. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about overwatch itself. So uh, there is currently an event uh, there was a little bit of lore actually released uh, a, a a short story or comic or graphic novel, however you want to look at it uh, on mercy. And they have uh, what is called the mercy recall challenge. So uh, as of now, it actually launched, uh, I believe today, this morning, uh but as of now whenever you're listening to this you have until december 2nd to get 9 wins which will give you a profile picture for your first 3 wins it'll give you two mercy related sprays after your next 3 or 6 wins in total and then after you get the final 3 those 9 wins you get a an exclusive mercy skin essentially it's it's normal doctor mercy with wings okay like, it's it's a nice skin but it's a nice skin,
1: like I like it. I'm kind of a fan of all the casual skins that Overwatch we'll um, characters have.
2: I'm just waiting for Hoodie Genji. Everybody <laughs> else is irrelevant. Well, that Hoodie
0: Hoodie Genji won't come out until you know Overwatch 2 because they have to upgrade the engine so that he can wear a hoodie.
2: <laughs> Easiest sixty bucks in Sam's life. <laughs> <laughs> got to save up. Now I got to buy a Han jersey. Now I got to buy this oh Genji my God. hoodie. Should be Ruje Hong wearing a Genji hoodie. Let's like, just yeah. Let's just <laughs> hope that
1: that uh, in-game hoodie is not made by fanatics. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> the uh, other thing about the the recall challenge is it does run until December second, which is an interesting date because December second is a Monday. I wonder if the uh, Christmas uh, season starts up on December three. Mm. Also, I'm not you know, I'm
1: not. Probably there's going to be a patch soon because I'm waiting personally on that PTR update where they uh, incorporate uh, custom games and the training range during queues. So that's going to be a big buff for your enjoyment of Overwatch, definitely.
0: So instead of waiting 15 minutes for a damage comp queue, I can go in and beat the hell out of
1: bots. For example, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a bot, so really that's probably the equal competition (laughs) that I can face. Uh, but that's it. There isn't much else going on outside of the fact that uh, there is currently a civil war that has settled down. There's like a detente in scored. so you know if you happen to listen to this episode, feel free to drop uh, your opinion uh, in uh, or watch league chat there. Um, you know whether you're team Bunter, bumper, or team Fisher, or you know team San Francisco Shock. That'll really like Team, light, team light the crowd. <laughs> Yeah, you know RJH isn't going to go and tip the apple cart. Trade well, Bumper sure did. Yeah,
1: yeah definitely.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, it'll
1: add a, a, a bit of a sexiness to our team for sure.
0: But uh, we do plan on being back in two weeks' time, unless something you know drastic happens between now and then, and we have another special bonus episode, because this off-season is supposed to give us episodes every two weeks. So, again, we'll, yeah. we won't let uh, you wait if big news occurs.
1: Yeah, we're in- work, working even harder during off-season here.
0: <laughs> in two weeks we hope to have a special guest we're uh, currently uh shaking the trees sam's out there he's he's knocking on doors like literally door knocking <laughs> buying each buying people coffees until yeah. until our patreon runs out yeah but uh he's trying to, to hook us up so we hope to have a special guest to uh, join us in a couple of weeks time uh when he or she were to join us we will be and sure to let you know who it is And at very worst, maybe we'll just Vancouver Titans it and tell you the moment they show up. Mm-hmm. But I guess this isn't because like I've told you it might happen. Like I need to get this like sort of, you know, PR thing down pat where you don't say anything until it happened.
2: Yeah. Even when the whole world says it's happening, you just go on with your day. It's a little bit tough. Yeah. Deep.
0: So uh, what uh, What final words of wisdom do you have for our uh, thousands and thousands of listeners?
1: I have words, not for thousands, but just for one. To that person with the incessant coughing on the 645 northbound Canada line train. You know who you are, lady. Stay home next time, please. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wow. Man. I just healed myself. I, I got to go to Japan in a week. Please. <laughs>
0: Oh man that's right you are going to japan and like will you be yeah. back in two weeks time or are you going to miss that episode he's going to get huri genji
1: oh well let me look at the winston uh 26th no i'll be in japan i'll oh, see man. i'll see maybe i'm not saying i'm not promising anything but you know what? Well, i won't say it
0: <laughs> you'll need to you'll need to do a, a a live segment or if not a live segment a tape segment from hanamura because we oh. know
1: like it mm. exists
0: and it's you, a real thing. Like, oh uh,
1: there will definitely be some photos up on Titans Discord. So if you want to see Titans Discord. Uh, R S
0: P Discord.
1: <clears throat> Patreon first. <clears throat>
0: to me Oh uh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Patreon first. I mean to, patrons.
1: To me, there's no Titans Discord other than the RSP Discord. So. Oh okay, my my mm. bad. That's if true. He is, know, he is he is eerily quiet on on Titans cord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is that even? So yeah, some food photos, uh location photos. There are gonna be plenty. Cool. Gotta try and find a Genji sword. Uh, yeah, try I to bring we're... a Genji sword back to
0: Canada. See how that goes.
1: <laughs> in a way, I think it'll be easier to find here in Canada. <laughs> oh,
0: so actually, uh, completely off the rails here. Uh, when I was in high school, uh, in grade nine, went on a school trip to France. A uh, bunch of you know, grade eight, grade nine, ten students. One of the the uh, actually my roommate, uh, he bought a replica crossbow at one of the castles we visited, and it brought it back to Canada. <laughs> wow. So, first and foremost, a replica crossbow, when it's still functional, is considered <laughs> a weapon.
1: Well, because the, what the makes it replica? part is the
0: arrow, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it wasn't, so it wasn't full size, but it, it, it was quote-unquote Functional. Quote unquote, functional. <laughs> He, uh, I, I believe he declared it properly, but for those who don't know, um, you cannot import weapons into Canada. Like you have brass knuckles in your bag and that's a bad thing. Um, so I have not seen Ian since that trip. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> well, Ian, if you're listening, uh, call us chris is worried yeah, I am. It's, been, of, been, it's been it's been it's been it's like 25 years <laughs> there's a lot as long of, as the vancouver grizzlies have been gone so plenty, of, oh, plenty of uh personal addresses here at the words of wisdom section <laughs> <laughs> mine's a lot more simple so if you guys are missing out on titans news um planet captain planet Released a really great article on Sinatra and our very own Hoxel. So that should uh, spoon feed you guys over until some more news drops.
0: Sweet. I'm still waiting for a voicemail or a text message, which you can reach us at 604-409-3324. That's 604-409-3324. Remember, if you go and also screen capture that and favorite it, and beg Sam he might write you across it because you know he's le- lawyering up saying it has to be like regular season all that jazz.
2: Maybe I'll just uh, send you a cough.
0: Uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, and we talked a little bit about it earlier, but uh, we do love each of our patron supporters. Uh, those of you who do, uh, you know, give us a, a little love uh, each and every month, uh, supporting the podcast, allowing us to. Essentially, keep the lights on. I can assure you. Uh, my wife is not entirely keen that I continue to self-fund this darn thing. Uh, but uh, if you are interested in helping us out, you just go to patreon.com slash ready, set, pump. Uh, Sam, myself, and Omni are actually talking about ways we can uh, amp that support up and give you more that are you are not getting elsewhere. Outside of the fact of all the perks that are already listed there, including in our own RSP. Uh, Discord, a patron chat. And we also, if you just want to sort of give us a, a, what I would call coffee money, because I can't have donuts, um, just go to ko-fi.com uh, slash already sit phone. That's ko-fi.com slash yeah. already sit phone. And that's just a one-time donation. And if you are curious, well, oh my goodness, all everything's in USD. Nah, coffee is in, uh, in Canadian. But it just, again, yeah, helps us keep the lights on. Yeah. I also want to Point out, we are coming up to near the end of a year. It is amazing that we've already been on the air for over a year, but the actual calendar is coming up. And I do this each and every week-ish during the off season, because it's you, our listeners, that engage us, uh, talk to us, and and motivate me to continue to drag these two along and hit record. And I say drag them along. They actually want to be here most of the time. Hmm. Can we go it's now? Debatable. Yeah, exactly. But uh, please continue to tune in. If this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, smash that subscribe button in whichever app you are listening to us on. We're pretty much everywhere. I've made sure of that. Uh, and if you want to follow along on social, it's at Ready Set Facebook.com/slash Ready Set Instagram.com/slash Ready Set Pone, and uh, ReadySetPone.com for all of the latest Titans-related news that we may feel wish or we may wish to uh, um, put in a blog post. But on behalf of Sam at another Sam Chan, Omni and Omni Straight and myself, Chris at Lightforce, we're going to sign this episode off with those magical two words. Catchphrase.